0: What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on? Two episodes in one week. It's the Zach on Film Summer Movie Special. I'm here with Rodrigo, Steven, and back again is Rob. And we just walked out of Poltergeist, the 2015 remake of the, I'm going to guess some early 1982. 1980s 1982 movie.
1: original by Steven Spielberg.
0: Movie uh and we did we watched it i didn't get that scared i didn't pee my pants it was a successful trip to the theater no, rodrigo will. didn't punch anybody <laughs> i didn't punch anybody that's true i
2: told zach specifically not to sit next to me because i'm kind of a puncher during uh horror movies i
3: wasn't given any friendly warning like that no he wasn't no
0: no no, no. that's why i walked over rodrigo and sent <laughs> to Steven and left you next to rodrigo thanks yes so uh a horror movie we haven't done many of those in the show a new horror movie. Uh, what is your initial thought, Rodrigo? My
2: initial thought is that I I'm, I liked the structure of it
1: mm-hmm.
2: in that, to me, it seems that they were like, okay, we're going to do jump scares, and then it's actually going to become an adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of becomes a kid's adventure movie. Kinda. I was into that. Like, structurally, you don't see a lot of that in horror movies, mm-hmm. so... I like that.
0: We're going to jump over to
2: Rob.
3: Horror movies are supposed to be scary, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. That's actually why I don't like horror movies is because they never really are scary. Because your me. life is scary enough? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I wake up to this every morning. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has to look in the mirror first. <laughs> Blah! Yeah. Now, like, I, I jump scares get me, but nothing else in movies ever does. Sure. So horror movies, not scary, and this one just was even worse than most to me. Alright,
0: and Steven, I have a feeling I have an understanding of what your thoughts about this movie are. So I'll give my opening (laughs) thought here. (laughs) Opening statement.
1: My opening statement is, Sam Rockwell does an excellent job of channeling Craig T. Nelson from the original movie, and we all know what a fantastic award-winning, over-the-top actor Craig T. Nelson is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is... uh... There's a stinger at the beginning of the credits that plays out. Steven gets up to leave. Everybody goes, uh, are we going to see if there's anything else in the, the credits? Steven's like, don't care. <laughs> uh, you know,
1: I don't, I've said it before. I think it's important that, it's, that you stick through the credits uh, to, sh- you know, to show thanks to everybody who made this movie. But, you know, Steven Spielberg's name's not on this movie, so why should I stick around for the credits? I mean, this is, ladies and gentlemen, save your money. Do not see this movie. Uh, well, that's and, and honestly, very Zach, negative. In, in two weeks, Zach, two weeks at least, give yourself a two-week buffer between this piece of crap. Then I want you to go and watch the original Poltergeist, okay? It's <laughs> much, much more interesting. I think Steven Spielberg develops the scares a lot better. But here's the thing. You've already seen the 1982 movie because every single beat and every single plot point that's in the 1982 original is here. They've changed some things up. But uh, so here's one change that's, uh, I think, pixelation instead of snow. Uh, Yeah, that's that's (laughs) one thing. Right. Okay, so here's one thing Uh, in this in the movie, um, uh, Sam Rockwell, the father, Stephen, whatever his name is, uh, at least in the original, it was Stephen Freeling. What is he here? Uh, Eric Bowen is what his name is here. So there they've changed up everybody's names instead of Edith Ann uh, or Carol Ann. You got uh, Madison. Um, I know. Yes. It's more
2: modern. I guess. It's a very popular name. Yes, it is.
1: Especially for state capitals. Yes. Uh, so there's the scene where, uh, Craig T Nelson, I'm sorry, uh, Eric uh, Bowen played by Sam Rockwell is drinking the Jack Daniels and he suddenly spits it out and he's like, oh, uh, and then he's looking in the sink and like worms and things are falling uh-huh. out of his mouth and he looks in the reflection of the faucet and then like his eyes are starting to bleed or ooze out and everything. In the original movie, one of the paranormal, uh, scientists is there and it's late at night. I think he's actually the black actor in the original is like, oh, I'm, I want something to eat. So he goes and he's cooking himself up a steak and um, so he starts cooking the steak and he starts eating it and then he spits it out and there's like maggots all over the all over the steak and he's like starts spitting it out of his mouth runs into the bathroom is spitting maggots out of his mouth into the sink he looks up into the mirror and he notices something on his face and he starts peeling away and the next thing you know he's just scraping all the skin off of his face until you see like just this gory stuff and then he's like ah and he covers up his face and then he looks and it's like. Gone mm-hmm. right. That is much more intense than what we saw uh, 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 Sam Rockwell do, mm-hmm. and the in the it was more intense as well. Um, you know, they did do almost everything. So in the original movie, uh, Craig T. Nelson's character is a real estate developer, and if I remember correctly from that movie, the reason why they're moving into the neighborhood is because he is one of the grand architects of the entire development and so early in the film out in the garage like this sludge starts coming up and the wife is a stay-at-home wife in the movie And she's like, Oh, what is this? What is this now to, to the audience? We know that, Ooh, this is not supposed to happen. And Craig T Nelson is like getting more and more frustrated because he believes it's a contractor issue. He thinks that this is backed up sewage, which they never touch on of what it could be in this movie because things move too quick. Um, but they try, he tries to dispel everything in the, in the piece. He's also trying to, um, I can't remember if he's starting to dig a pool in the backyard, if there was a pool already there, this is a new development, uh, in the original movie. Um, and so, you know, that was a little minor thing. I think it works fine here and how they played it out. Uh, but the other thing is that they just totally ruined was the beginning, of I think is the beginning of the original. Uh, Craig T. Nelson and the owner of the land development is like, oh, yeah, we're moving all these. All these graves will be moved, you know, twenty twenty 20 miles away. Much better place, much better neighborhood. Ha 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 ha. In this movie, they're sitting around dinner and they're like, oh, yeah, they moved them. And then somebody just says, oh yeah, I think they uh, just moved the gravestones. Uh, I think the bodies are still there. Totally ruined the whole bit because at the very end of the movie of uh, the original, Craig T. Nelson falls into the pool and all of these coffins pop up and open up and they're seeing dead bodies coming out and uh, Craig T. Nelson runs to the uh, guy who just happened to show up at the house towards the end of the movie and is like you moved the gravestones but you didn't move the bodies and then suddenly you're like ah, this is so you know horrific and, and terrible but that whole plot point is just ruined by just sitting around the table. Oh yeah, I don't think move the bodies.
2: That's that. That's not. A, that doesn't happen at dinner, though. It's the oh yeah 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 investigator yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: just, but it was just like, what basis do you have other than to just freak the people out by saying this? The discovery part in the original is so so perfect. Sure. Okay. Uh, so- oh, and then oh, <laughs> the last thing, which is a great commentary on, um. Uh, you know, media, was that they're driving away from the house. They have gone through hell and back, literally, right? And they go to a motel for the night, and they're walking down the hallway uh, at one of those cheaper motels where the entrance is on the outside. You see them walk in, you see them go in, you close the door, and you're like, oh, okay, they're safe for now. The door opens back up. Craig T. Nelson wheels out the TV, sets it out in the out in the landing and, and goes back in and that's the end of the movie. That
2: is a great shot and I was disappointed that they didn't that they didn't do that.
1: Yeah. And so, so this movie hold is on. Re- this movie is a remake.
0: Yeah. What's... But the
1: original was much better.
0: Okay. So, what, let me just run through the story really quick. People move into the house. It's haunted. Girl gets taken away. Adventure. They have to take her back. Right. That's pretty much part of the story. Right. Now your all of that criticisms is just through the lens of you've watched the original, yes. and now your complaint is just, it's not the original. But My compl- your complaint is, oh, they changed the beats, they changed some of the things, they changed the thing, the but it's not like a, a criticism I think, of the movie. I think, it's, yes. I think his
2: complaint is that, to, to Stephen, it's the original minus. It's like yeah. they took all the beats of the original, but they
1: didn't play them as strongly as they mm-hmm. could have, right? <laughs> Yes. You know, we, we've we talked before that remakes, why do we do remakes? And I'm not a big fan of remakes. In some cases, some remakes have been incredibly good. Magnificent Seven. As strong or stronger than uh, The Seven Samurai, right? Um, so there are times when remakes tend to be very, very good. But the minute I was watching this movie, is going, holy crap, the suburb house looks exactly the same as the suburb house in the original movie. They are doing a shot-for-shot line for line remake of the original. They didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But so much of the stuff was so similar, it's just like I listen, I understand in in this case. You want to make a buck. You know you're not going to get young kids like Zach to go watch. I just I saw Zach's expression when I said go back and watch the 1982 original. He's rolling his head. Oh old man Schleicher! No, I horror movies. <laughs> so. I think oh, he doesn't okay. want to do it because he's thinks he's actually going to be scary. But you know no no young kid is going to go see Go rent a, a VHS or DVD or uh, iTunes well, of can't. the original pol- Poltergeist, right? Um, but that movie is so much stronger. And, and so in order to make money off that franchise, which went, what, four movies or something like that? Um, for a new audience, hey, let's just remake the original, slap a new coat of paint on it. Kind of like what they're doing to the house. Let's slap a new coat of paint on this house, sell it, and not tell everybody that the bodies of the original filmmakers are buried in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, we've talked about remakes before, my problems with remakes, especially ones that are not apologetic and saying that we are just ripping this off. So, I don't know.
3: Have
0: you seen the original, Rob?
3: Maybe parts of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a good enough recollection of it to say that I have watched Mm -hmm. it.
2: Mm -hmm. So.
0: Did you already go? Obviously, you said you liked that last shot of the film. I I
2: did. I've I've seen it, but it was a long time ago. So mm-hmm. I don't remember I don't remember the beats. So um any given thing that happened other than the little girl by the TV and I want to say the tree mm-hmm. and that last shot and the house like imploding collapsing. on itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Uh but I don't remember like any of the character names. I didn't remember if there how many siblings there were or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't I, I don't have that that close of a
1: recollection because I think I
2: saw it a long time ago and I've only ever seen it once. Mm-hmm. And
1: I purposefully, and again, this is all from my memory and I that's why I had to load up the wiki uh, when we got home because I seem to remember that Craig T. Nelson was one of the architects or something of the development. But um, it's 20 years since I've seen Poltergeist. So, I mean, it's a movie that sticks in my head. Yeah. Um, even though I don't like horror like Zach, I'm not a big horror fan, but this is one where it's like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch this and I'm going to be scared and I'm going to have to push through it, right? And it was a really good movie and to know that it's Steven Spielberg at a time before Steven Spielberg kind of flipped to making you know, kitty films. I mean, this was still Jaws, Close Encounters of the 3rd Kind, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, you know, all this stuff and it's just like, wow, Steven Spielberg is just so he's jumping from horror to, you know, suspense to adventure to kid and then all of a sudden he latched onto kids films and ran with kids films up until Schindler's List and then after that flipped back and started doing some more interesting films again. Mm. Um, but this was I feel one of the heights of Steven Spielberg as a director. Mm. It was in 82.
0: Uh Gil Keenan is the director here on this one. Uh-huh. Uh previously did Monster House. Interesting. Have you anyone seen Little Kitty Animated Horror? No, not. I never saw it either. Mm. I think I remember I recognize the name sure, and I understand sure. what it is uh so back to an, an a haunted house yeah. motif he also did a movie called city of ember uh oh yeah, yeah i remember that that was actually i saw that one
1: yeah that was nice too that one was nice because it was um Bill i think there. it's all yeah all these little people live down in the uh in the ground and they have to go up out of the out of this that's not like the borrowers Yes, but it's like post apocalyptic and it's all about control of the populace. And I, oh. maybe they're not little, maybe they're just normal sized people, but they go up to the surface and they discover, Hey, it's okay out here. We need to get out of this place and mm-hmm. go up. So, um, but again, that's what I remember just maybe seeing it once, mm-hmm. like a long okay. time ago.
0: Um, so as for scariness factor Rob you hinted on that you didn't find this film too scary is there anything specifically why I mean jump scares are easy jump Mm scares are like uh poop jokes I mean they're there uh I mean they're useful to set I think they're useful to set the mood of be scared Mm -hmm. and get ready for more scary stuff Mm -hmm. but the long-term scares the long scare how did that go for you Eh,
3: I think I think horror movies are one of the few points where I actually know too much about film, mm-hmm. and I, th- my knowledge is minuscule. But horror movies are this one point where I can identify yeah. too much of the incoming, actual creation yep. of the film mm-hmm. to get most of the scares, even the jump scares. Most of them didn't. Most of them don't catch me because I can you understand I understand the, feel. the build up and yeah. everything, and I still jump because it's kind of impossible not to get her sure. jump scare, but I know it's going to happen and that's probably why it doesn't. Yeah. Scare. I mean, this one was even lesser on.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I thought jump scares are my weakness, but you can always feel that build up to them. And then yeah. I felt the long things that should have been scary. Kind of like you were mentioning, Steven, of horror bodies popping out of the thing, just kind of, uh, I I thought there was interesting elements to the film. Like mm-hmm. I thought the TV was weird and scary and there's certainly things that uh, have, have happened to me in real life would be scary. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I can tell you oh, guys yeah. a
1: scary story before we leave.
0: Uh, but no one gives I mean, ideas. I don't know, like the closet thing ultimately not so scary. The the walls, the lining of bodies. I don't know, it just reminded me of a bunch of other movies and didn't really scary. Um the, the other world? Yeah, the other world thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh so I mean, were you scared at all, Where did go?
2: Not really. Um and and seriously, this is not just me being yeah. I wasn't scared. It is because the whole beginning is just jump scares and very predictable jump scares. Yes. Um, um And then basically the scariest moment in the movie is when are we, we're
1: spoiling something well. Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe me, um. <laughs> if, I, if I haven't already spoiled it for you, listeners.
2: The scariest point I felt in the movie is when the oldest daughter goes down to, like, the garage and mm-hmm. the sludge starts mm-hmm. coming out, and then she looks over, and there's a corpse yeah, person, yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't go away immediately, right? Mm, I right, right. wasn't like, oh, and then she looks away, and it's gone. It just stays there, and it yeah. comes at her, right? That is... And I wasn't like, oh, no. I was like, oh, good, Mm-hmm. And then it just keeps going from there. Mm-hmm. Um that's when the tree starts going and that's when the little girl gets uh taken into the closet or whatever. So it's like that moment wasn't also an individual thing. Then it actually kind of briefly has this action thing going on mm-hmm. as the kids are trying to get away from the individual spooky things. Um and it kind of lost that scary momentum mm-hmm. of it. And then after that, it... Um, first off, a bunch of characters are introduced... Kind of out of nowhere, without much setup. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't go directly to the... Because the paranormal investigator guy is set up ahead of time. Yeah, But they don't go directly to him. Mm-hmm. They go to this lady who we've never heard of. You get a very quick thing from the mom. Saying oh, I went to college here and Mm -hmm. this department was stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the paranormal investigators are now in the movie and then eventually they bring in the TV guy. Um, But that felt kind of fast Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a
1: very fast movie. It was only 90 minutes. So
2: So I guess they didn't have much time. But uh, yeah, I, I just never felt... There was a moment that I thought this is good kind of like... I don't know, existential kind of terror. Like, oh, no, it's the other side Mm -hmm. for about maybe 30 seconds of this movie. Mm -hmm. And then the rest, the the beginning of it is jump scares. The rest of it is kind of an adventure movie of like, let's go find the the girl.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um, Zach, do you remember when we talked about Jaws? About what made Jaws so terrifying?
0: Yeah, the exact opposite of the entire Jurassic World trailer. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) yes.
1: Which is what? Refresh our audience. Uh, Hide the monster. Hide the monster. And yet we go through the entire portal and see all the bodies and all this stuff. And, ooh, scary kids. But you know what's scarier? Not seeing it until the very end when they all burst out trying to grab the little girl. Now, again, go back to the original. It was only one giant poltergeist that comes out of the closet and tries to grab the girl. And the mom's like, you can't have her. Um, But if they had never shown us anything that was inside and just... Pulled them out, you would have gone. Who, man? Look at them covered in whatever they're covered in, and are they alive? And why are they blue? And let's get them in the bathtub, and blah blahdy blah. And then all of a sudden, later, when they all come screaming out of the the uh, opening, that's more intense and, and more scary. But I think they they ruined it by showing us what was inside that space. Yeah, and I think they only that's... Did I think they only did it because they wanted to in- in- inject. Some kind of modern thing into the film, so audiences would say, "Oh yeah, this is modern. Look, she's got an iPad and a cell phone, and oh look, he's got a man parrot. Uh, the parrot drone pe- company must be uh, doing backflips because of the product placement mm-hmm. in this thing. Let's fly a drone through the through the portal and see what everybody's uh, talking about and it, uh, show less. I think.
0: Yeah, it was interesting that they showed them. uh I thought it could have worked better i don't even know how it could have worked better but i didn't to me i didn't think it ruined it because like when they're inside it wasn't scary at all it was Mm-mm. like oh just like bodies on the wall and you can really barely see them you just kind of get hints of faces it's like you're floating underwater in a giant reef of dead I, bodies yeah, yeah.
1: i wonder uh for those of you that play video games like silent hill and that kind of stuff did the did the fact that we open up on a video game that's a zombie fighting video game and then we see this later, and it almost looks exactly like the video game. Does the <laughs> fact that you guys have been exposed to horror-type video games kind of well, sensitize sure. you well, to that? To a certain degree, um, I think Zach hit on it. and is,
2: We've seen stuff like that before. If you've seen, I don't know, any of the Silent Hill stuff. Mm-hmm. If you've seen stuff like uh, Dante's Inferno. yeah? yeah. Um, what if you've th- seen like, the crawler from mm-hmm. uh, Fable. Stuff like that. It's, you know, we've seen kind of this like wall of corpses kind of thing. Or, you know, if you yeah, play yeah. Magic the I'm Gathering, think- there's literally a card called Wall of Corpses. The only
0: thing I'm thinking awesome of, card. I think it was a Jim Henson thing. I don't know if it was like Dark Crystal or There's like a wall of like, oh, that was, I in, seen the uh, movie. that was in I Labyrinth. Seen, like, That's Labyrinth. in Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. you've oh, seen the behind the with scenes. With the talking stuff. Hand? Yeah. yeah. And they all come yeah. out
1: and grab her. And yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah. So that, that. They definitely could have played that better because it's like it kind of it weirdly establishes this weird uh, like ghost hierarchy where it's like there's like wall ghosts mm-hmm. and also mobile mobile ghosts mm-hmm. that are the ones that are trying to keep the girl away. I don't know. It it was a little strange. Um, and not very scary. Cool. I uh, you know I thought it looked okay. I didn't feel that it was like. I mean I know going in that it's computer generated yeah um and not actual necromantically animated corpses like they did back in the old days <laughs> hey back in the old days um, that
1: was the other thing that's amazing about the first film is everything is all like practical effects so sure. like this giant puppet they had to rig up to burst out of the closet and the fact that they were using like cloud chambers to simulate all this stuff is you know there's an appreciation of that uh, the digital well, there, effects a, here were fine, I Yeah, thought. but there was a
0: lot of practical stuff in here.
1: There were many practical effects in here, but not a not a lot.
0: You don't think so? I mm-hmm. thought that, like, all the puppet gags and stuff and the table, I mean, there was... Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure that's some clever
1: editing and, there and was, replacement, right? I
0: felt like there was more practical things in here... Then a normal movie would have uh, done. There was a,
2: there was a surprising amount of, I felt there was a surprising amount of CG for things that could have been practical, mm-hmm. like the puppets, actually. Um, when the clown attacks them, that oh, clown oh, yeah, is CG. Was so and then, CG. then when they break it, it's CG. And like the eyes, mm-hmm. which are supposed to be scary, are just like so like clear and mm-hmm. shiny, you know, and there's like, you can tell that that's a, a computer generated thing. Um, at least for some part of it. And that eh, it took me out of it a little bit, but honestly at that point I wasn't too Yeah interested, I guess. Did you like
0: this movie, Zach? Not necessarily. I didn't think it was horrible. Like, yeah, I thought
1: But did you think it was scary? You didn't think it was scary. No, I didn't right? think it was scary okay. at
0: all. But I just thought, well, um, uh, you know, it was just another movie. It wasn't wasn't horrible. I thought it could have been way worse. Yeah, yeah, I oh yeah. It, could it have probably been. could have mm-hmm. been better mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of different places. I thought it looked pretty. I thought the yeah. writing was really well, and I was really, uh I was really happy. They just weren't like camera just oh, yeah, shaking yeah. it all yeah, the place. Yeah. There was a lot of smooth, like long yep, takes, even and that was really nice. And
2: that there's a lot of stuff in here, and I haven't seen Poltergeist in a long time, but there's a lot of stuff in here. That is very Spielberg, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Your kind of l- like relatively slow dolly shots into right. shots mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like everything that is not deliberately being obscured is wide and clear. Right. And mm-hmm. Like all the action is very clear, too. There's, you know, I like, I thought there was a real, um, what I want to say. Uh, like craft to it i mm-hmm. thought you know from a like nuts and bolts standpoint the movie is good it was like the cinematography of it is good yeah. the mise-en-scene of it is good mm-hmm. it is a clear movie yeah oh which, yeah, yeah, yeah which is easy like there are so many movies out there and i forgot to say this during mad max um there are so many movies out there that are so dark where you like can't mm-hmm. yeah even when you're supposed to be able to tell what's happening, you can't because everything is just so dark. It's just black on black. Mm-hmm. And I like Mad Max because the whole movie is yeah, like super bright. bright. Yeah. yeah, Even even I, the night scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and I like Poltergeist because it comes from a, a movie that is very bright. And this version is also very bright mm-hmm. and you can see what's happening. Mm-hmm. It can potentially still be scary. Mm-hmm. This movie wasn't, but the brightness wasn't the issue. So I mean, visually, the movie is just fine.
0: Uh oh, jeez! I'm gonna. Can you pronounce that so I don't screw it up? Um, his first name is Javier. Yeah, I nailed that one, Javier. We're trying to do the cinematographer's name. It is a lot of aguirre Sarobe. Wow, guess, there right? we go. Uh, he's the cinematographer for Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. He did uh Blue Jasmine mm-hmm. and then some of the Twilight films. And then a whole of other stuff I am not familiar with. Uh, but, man, that was the first name I looked for in the credits. Like, oh, boom, going to find yeah, it. Yeah. Because I thought it was just... And it wasn't overly dramatic, I thought. Right. I thought it was just played... No, really it, was, it was very straight.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was yeah. very straight.
2: And, and there's a lot of good horror movie tricks that were very it's smooth nice. because of the mm-hmm. cinematography. Mm-hmm. When the guy's, like, trying to put up the... Um, the thermometer or the... Yeah. Yeah. the Yeah. The, yeah well, I guess that's a yeah. mm-hmm. um, In the closet and he like puts it down and he ducks down and the camera ducks with him. Mm-hmm. Like it's very smooth, mm-hmm. but it's a good kind of horror movie yeah. yeah thing where it's like you only see this far, right? Yeah. It doesn't... In any other movie, he would have ducked and you would have cut out to a wider shot to see him ducking and getting whatever he's getting. Yeah, yeah. But in a horror movie, you, like, duck down with Mm -hmm. him, and it was very smooth, and if you're not paying attention to it, um, you get that sense of, like, oh, no, why are we not seeing more Mm -hmm. without necessarily, like, uh, being aware of it, right?
0: Yeah, I thought another camera move, specifically in that scene, was when he's trying to get out before the drill starts coming through the wall, Mm -hmm. and as he's pulling away, the camera moves, and then just, like, slams back into the wall when he gets pulled in.
1: Yeah, It was really nice, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, there was really some good cinematography there. Really, I mean... From a technical standpoint, there's really nothing technically wrong with this film. No. Um, but again, coming off of Mad Max, where so much of those effects were all practical, things okay. like uh, you could have used a real shadow of uh of uh, oh, Madison the on the wall. Yeah, you could have you could have done some stuff that just didn't look cartoony. I felt that
2: the worst part, the worst CG offender, I I could have. Forgiven most of this, the shadows, even the puppet, but I thought the tree.
0: Oh, that. The womp yeah, willow oh that my they regurgitated Yeah, which was not, I, from wait, yeah I was like, oh, really? Are we really going to do a weeping willow on mm. a set And that's, of a and that's what hair? it was. And that's what it was in oh, the original film, too. Well, I didn't know that. But I was just like, like, oh, too on point. Yeah. But yeah, that first shot when they're establishing they're coming up, I'm like, oh, this entire tree is not there. It mm-hmm. is nah. completely fake. Mm-hmm. That looks very plasticky. Yeah. It is not good. Uh. Which is interesting because it's something, uh, effects we've talked about uh, in the last two, we talked about it in Avengers, we talked about Mad Max, um, oh, ha- first off, how did you think the plates on the car were? I didn't think they were horrible when they were driving. There no. wasn't, like, drastic problems with coloring and lighting when they're in the car and the plates behind them.
1: The plate is... You know, like, the oh. the, the
0: clean plate behind the oh, car yeah, and the yeah, green no, screen. Oh, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Which was nice. Uh... I'll have to send you a link to a Cracked article. They were talking about why are CG graphics so horrible right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really Did I good. send you that article? Because I read that article mm-hmm. last week. I just found it. Okay. I was g- thinking of sending it to you, but- uh, Where he uh, keeps complaining about the Jurassic World trailer?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Cracked, though,
2: <laughs> one other thing. Uh, there's this thing on Cracked and one of their, like, After Hours, mm-hmm. uh, which I really like, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where they talk about how uh, Steven Spielberg must have had a reverse childhood trauma than everybody else because he's afraid of the light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's light things that are scary. So Poltergeist, the original, is all about that light that's coming from the TV. Close Encounters, the yeah. light, mm-hmm. E.T., everything's normal, <laughs> everything's dark. You're trying to hide the alien in the dark. And it's the government that brings in all that light that's actually scary, right? right. So I thought that was an interesting observation. It is interesting.
1: And, and so, just uh, so here's before people just, and I'm sure people already have, Steven Schleicher, you silly person. Steven Spielberg didn't direct uh, Poltergeist, that was Toby Hooper or whatever his name is. So, there's a huge controversy that probably still continues today um, on whether, you know, what role Steven Spielberg had in Poltergeist. He's credited as one of the executive producers on the film. Uh, The Directors Guild actually had to open an investigation into Uh whether he was directing the film or not, because by contract, when he was doing E.T. the Extraterrestrial, uh, he was not allowed to be directing any other picture. But he did, depending on which sources you're looking at, he did all of the storyboards for the film And except for three days when he was in Hawaii with George Lucas, he was on set every other day. Mm -hmm. And based on what uh, people who were on set, uh, actors on set that have done open interviews about it, have said that Toby would set up the shot and then Steven would go in and make adjustments to it. Mm. So whether he was the director or not, I think most people look at this and say, this is a Steven Spielberg film from every standpoint. So I'm going to stand by that... um, through shenanigans, Steven Spielberg directed sure, Poltergeist. Sure. So you can go and read some articles on that. I think there's a really good one about it over on... Uh, in a Cool News, I think there's an interview from five or six years ago about it. So uh, in, in case people were questioning about that. But what were you getting to when you were talking about directors and um, or Spielberg or whatever? Oh, about the graphics and everything. Oh, yeah. Cracked I was talking article. about the crack
0: talk, Talked about how that... The CG is so bad now because that's Mm -hmm. all they do is Mm -hmm. CG. It doesn't even like cement it at all in the world at all.
1: I don't know what it is because maybe we were no, maybe we were more clever in trying to hide CG years ago because it was, you know, it was. CG used to be the the bastard child of the film industry. We don't want to have to go and use computer graphics because computer graphics suck. And when we use computer graphics, we use them sparingly and we tried to hide them. Probably up until Spielberg launched with Jurassic Park and suddenly it's like graphics are going to save the industry and then we just got sloppy and we just rely on special effects and can, too much.
2: I can see that maybe after Jurassic Park, but I think this is a classic example of romanticizing the past. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at something, we looked at Avengers Age of Ultron and it was like, How, why, why is CG so bad now? It's like, do you guys remember... The first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Any time, we said that on the yeah. show, anytime Spider-Man would jump, all of a sudden, he would actually be a CG sack of potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his elbows would go away, his oh, knees his would go away. His spine would snap his in half. His body would yeah. not actually, like, You just they just couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And that's actually, CG has improved, and it has been implemented well, but it takes an artist. It takes, mm-hmm. like, Art Mm -hmm. to incorporate CG properly. You got something like um, the Star Wars prequels, which I would argue do CG incredibly well, but Mm -hmm. that's for two reasons. One, all the money in the world. Yes. And two...
1: OCD director.
2: (laughs) There's that. Um, But also you don't know what a gungan's supposed to look right, like. Right, right, right. You don't know what any of this, like a, a space tripod supposed to look like. So, um, you know, it's not a tiger. It's not the lion from Jumanji, which is clearly yeah, not yeah, a yeah, lion yeah. when it's yeah. moving around. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it that definitely helps. So, you know, when you think about the movies that implemented it well, like Jurassic Park, like the Star Wars prequels, and not like Indiana Jones, where you can tell the gophers and the monkeys are mm-hmm. um, CG. Yeah, yeah. You know, all of that stuff, it's partially because these are things that we don't know about. And if you look mm-hmm. at Poltergeist, you never say, well, those corpses don't look real. Because moving corpses, we don't know what that's actually supposed to look sure. like. Sure.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you on on that. Um, I, I just think we have... Well... There's another thing, too, is, yes, computer graphics have and CGI has progressed immensely from, you know, I mean, look at Toy Story 2 compared to the first Toy Story. It's night and day in in what they're doing. But go back and look at episode four when they were still using the original models and looked how awesome those models look, the practical models look. And then go look at the 20th anniversary release where all of the models were replaced by CG. And suddenly there's something that doesn't look right about why.
2: Because you have the original comparison. Work. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that CG does well is just augmentation. Yeah. They show... I remember seeing this, like, great clip from kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, I want to say, on Terminator 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one with the lady Terminator? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and they they did that, and of course... Every Terminator movie, at least up until 3, is the exact same movie, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, robot comes back from the past, chases you around, a big rig trailer explodes, mm-hmm. right? That's the plot of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did this thing where, like, the trailer's exploding, and it was, they were showing how they basically augmented the show, the shot with CGI, and one of the texts was, like, and you see it, and it just looks like a truck exploding. Shoot. There's nothing, because they don't go above and beyond it. They just say like oh this should be more crap coming out of everywhere so that it looks mm-hmm. more impressive and the guy was saying is like there's actually more than 18 wheels that are flying yeah. in every <laughs> direction because yeah. we just needed more <laughs> wheels to bounce around to make this shot happen uh, which is which I thought was pretty funny but that's another thing that CG does well is you get everything in place and then you just kind of clean things up mm-hmm. or dirty things up as mm-hmm. the case might be
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i think you know, you're talking about like an an artist needs to do it uh when we look at these movies like avengers uh i mean they're only spending a short amount of time i mean it's and a large part of production of overall production but considering how much work they have to do on these films it's a very small window that they are shooting and doing all this post production by licensing does... out so many different houses and then pumping
1: out a movie. right when does um civil war come out next year Okay. They're shooting that now. Yeah. Typically in most production schedules. And I say this is this, but I mean, it's probably been altered a bit over the years, but typically it's been a 90 or 120 day shoot three months to four months that you're shooting. Yeah. And then you would find out that it's like, Oh, you've got at least that long or double to do your post-production. Uh, you know, my recollection from, uh, when I was growing up was you essentially got a week and a half in post production for every week that you were in production. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be that way now. it seems like you know they'll finish shooting captain america civil war um by end the, the by the end yeah by the end of July uh or into June end yeah June, they'll be done with it so they can all be at comic con and show stuff off mm-hmm. and then it's they've got eight months to get everything together. that seems like not quite enough time
0: no i mean they are I mean, if you follow what they're doing, yeah. like all of the effects houses are shutting down because they're being overworked and not paid, and they're on strike because, mm-hmm. uh, like, I know uh, Shark. <laughs> I mean, Sharknado Three, uh, a great franchise. Uh, yeah. I know their effects studio was not working at all because they were like, "You have to finish this movie in four months, yeah. and you have to make tornadoes with sharks in them. Have fun, go." <laughs> and so, I mean, that's certainly a problem. Is like, would the effects be better if? We could take an entire house and give them, I don't know, a year to do it. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you think about how many effect shots had to have been in just Avengers. Or just in this movie or Mad Max, it's like you are, even if it's just clean up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, up shots and shots and Mm -hmm. shots and shots.
2: Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, I think you're right. The... The fact that everything gets rushed the way that it does and that technology, where we are technologically, gives you that excuse. It, it, it kind of replaces the artistry mm. with programs, which to a large degree it should and it needs to. That's the whole point, right? Nowadays... There are programs that already handle your particles, that already handle your mobs of orcs attacking people, Mm -hmm. and things like that. So you don't have to code it from the core like the guys who were doing it first. Yeah. But that's all you get. All you get is a computer program being like, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. And when you play it... Mm Then it only looks good enough a lot of the time. Well, and that's there isn't that time to put that human touch and say, "Oh no, no, this could look a little bit if it was just like meep."
1: Well, first of all, it just has to be good enough. That's that's one key thing to keep in mind. But the other thing too is um, these um, the massive system that was used in. Uh, the Lord of the Rings stuff to, for all your armies of orcs. Mm-hmm. That's an incredibly expensive system. And there's like one place that I think it's ILM that has Probably. it. Um, I'd have to look it up. Somebody can look it up and let us know. Um, massive crowd system. But I maybe I can't afford to go get a massive system. So I'm going to have to do something that's just good enough sure. and find the poor man's. And so then that also shows up on screen of, oh, well, you did spend a lot of money. Um, but, uh, and, and the,
2: and the thing is they could do it either way. They could probably, mm-hmm. it's like, let's say that the massive system is too expensive.
1: I don't know what it is. I'm on their site. It's not part of ILM. So,
2: so maybe they're like, okay, we want something like it, but not it. Cause it's too expensive and mm-hmm. they could pay someone probably less than they would have to pay to get it to code something like it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then they would have to give that person time to do it, which they're not going to. Mm -hmm. So I think that, yeah, I think the fact that they're coming out so fast and it's hard to complain, where we're just getting a blockbuster every six (laughs) months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I think it's starting to show, and maybe partially it's starting to show because of that same saturation, Mm -hmm. because all it like, I very recently rewatched Jurassic Park. And it's, the original? Yes. Yeah. And it super holds up. The CG in it is really good. And the practical effects mm-hmm. are really good. And the back and forth between stuff is really good. The actual physics of the story are terrible. But that's a <laughs> Spielberg film, sure. film for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything else looks really good. It's pretty clear that this movie, they just went in and they did the best job possible. Mm-hmm. And you compare that to a bunch of ro- robots from Age of Ultron, which they're robots, right? Yeah. Uh, about on par with dinosaurs with, like, how does a humanoid robot... Know? Sure. <laughs> you know? it's like... And they just like they just didn't look that good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Rob, you said at the beginning of the show that you didn't really watch horror movies that much. Yeah. Have you watched many older films or any older horror films at all?
3: I've watched some uh So the only film that's ever scared me Mm -hmm. was Killer Clowns from Outer Space, (laughs) and that's because I was flashbacks from the clown here. Yeah, Uh, and that's because I was like four or five when I saw it. I was was way too young to handle that movie when I first saw it. It gave me nightmares for like two weeks, and my parents never let me see like come even close to another horror movie for like most of the next decade. Mm -hmm. So by the time I actually get to watch my next horror movie. I'm old enough to know what's going on, and none of them have scared me since then. Mm. So I haven't even bothered to go back and watch classic ones or mm-hmm. old school ones because it never works. So I've seen a few. Can't name any of them specific off the top of my head, but mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. have you watched many old movies, Rodrigo? Or oh, I've like pro- older horror movies.
2: I've probably seen more older horror movies than modern ones mm-hmm. um well i guess it depends what it what you mean by older like prior to what prior than prior
0: 1990? to this movie's night oh
2: prior to 1990 yeah, yeah, a- yeah few, i mean i would say i would say definitely like alien is a great horror sure. movie seen that um Older guys, I don't remember. Have it you that seen well. like
1: uh, the original Halloween or um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I also saw the original Hellraiser and didn't think that was terribly mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're just like really enamored of the, like their, the makeup in yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Did you ever so.
1: watch uh, House of a Thousand Corpses? No. I
0: was just wondering. You know, we're talking about CG being bad. It was like, do you think? Horror movies are getting worse, or because if you look back at the <laughs> thing of horror movies, like there's this, there's always these classic films you talk about, like Halloween, Friday yeah. the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, whatever that thing with Jack Nicholson and the axe, and I mean, there's the all Shining. these. Yeah, you know, The Shining. I still watch that.
2: Is The Shining a horror movie? I don't know. I'm lumping The in Shining. The Shining, it the Shining is a Kubrick movie. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's what it is.
0: But you know, we have, when we talk horror, like those are the films you reference, and if you think, you know, within the last decade and a half you kind of have the saw mm-hmm. movie uh paranormal activity was kind of this thing blair right. witch project i guess Um, uh, they, they seem far more far in between I, w-
2: I would say i would say the ring is was a perfectly mm. functional and fine horror movie i thought oh yeah the ring yeah yeah, yeah yeah the ring is nice and scary um it's like it does everything you want in a horror movie right it's got your jump scares mm-hmm And it's got your long-term existential kind of like, I mean, it kind of, it's like, it starts out with like a, you, this is bad, things are going to happen to you, right? Mm -hmm. Good setup. Then it moves on to jump scares. Mm -hmm. And you're nice and ready for the jump scares by the time they come around, right? And then when you think you're through it, then it leads you into that like, what have we done thing? And it leaves you scared Mm -hmm. for what's going to happen, even though... It's a stupid movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like The Ring, whether you were whether you consider it to be super scary or not, follow like does all of its work as a horror movie. It's mm-hmm. just like goes in, sets you up, jump scares and then leads you into this wide open like world, like bleak world of horror, right? Mm-hmm. Um so and that's a recent movie. I mean, I don't know how old the original is, but I don't think The ring. Looked, oh well, I mean, like that the was Japanese the Japanese version. version. Right. I don't
1: think it was like ninety five, ninety seven. Yeah, something so like it's that.
2: It, it's after that uh, eighties yeah. cut off.
0: Um, I mean, is it harder to make a modern horror movie no. now? Do you think? No, you think? Well, what what's stopping someone from making another big?
1: Well, I think Saw. So. You, you mentioned Saw. I mean, that was a. But that was over a decade ago. Yeah, but they but they continue to do it. I mean, today's horror. You, okay, so. There's a, a bigger discussion on why horror movies do well at certain time periods. Yeah. And during a time of... When the country is in a depression, that's when horror movies come out, and I think we've talked about that. Right now, we're not in a depression, so you don't see as many horror movies that are being made. There are there are few and far between. You are certainly having a lot of the gore porn stuff that's that's out there. A lot of
0: remakes right Uh, now, and
1: some remakes and sequels and whatnot are still uh, being out there. The Ramy
0: film got remade last year.
1: Evil Dead, Uh, Evil 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 Dead, Dead. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think we're in a huge horror genre right now because we have the economy has not swung to that point where audiences are looking for that mm-hmm. kind of scare. Um, uh, you know, that's just a, an interpretation of why we don't have as many ho- modern horror movies. But, um, I think you can do really, uh, the other thing too, is we are now have moved beyond, uh, monsters. Uh, you know, like I can even talk with Mason and try to scare him. and say, like, Oh, the ghosts are going to get you. And he's like, come on, dad, there's no such thing as ghosts. I, uh, or, uh, I told, uh, Thomas that his new teacher next year is going to be, uh, Doctor Frankenstein, uh, Vampire Wolfman, mm-hmm. and he's going to have to watch out because if you're not good, Doctor Frankenstein, then <laughs> Vampire Wolfman will will eat you, right? And he's like, Dad, there's no Frankenstein monsters, there's no Wolfmans, right? Uh, until I he's smart just, Wolfman, I th- and then he's going to freak out. I think that's just <laughs>
2: your wife doing a good job. <laughs> no, that. And, and these
1: kids are smart. I mean, uh, you know, so they they don't they don't freak out about you know the monsters, the boogeyman, but if I'm like. I think there's someone outside watching us. They freak the fudge out because it's that psychological horror of what is that psycho killer doing? What is that crazy guy doing? So we look at a uh, destruction of a society, for example, mm-hmm. uh, as our new horror. So when you look at what was that one where it's like killing night where everybody locks themselves in their houses. Oh, and if uh, you want to go out, the purge, yes, or the, the purge. purge. Yeah. 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 That was somewhat successful. It's led to, I think, at least two sequels, at least one sequel, one maybe sequel, another sequel probably, afterwards. No. But that is that that is that idea of this modern yeah. horror story. Yeah, I Which, don't know. You know, I this mean, movie in, is the poltergeist I mean, that we saw tonight is a nice throwback to the old age of spooky ghost. Uh, I, I, stuff.
2: I don't know that that's true because people, even though it is explicitly something that people clearly oh, yeah, yeah. made up. People get super freaked out about Slender Man. Are yeah. People freaked Which out a Modern, modern monster.
1: But people don't get freaked out about vampires because vampires are now all romantic and that kind of stuff. Yeah.
2: Sure, but that just means that they've moved somewhere else. People also don't get freaked out about fairies abducting them. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: what I'm saying. There's been this shift in... And they in, haven't for decades. There's this shift in what we find scary. Like I said, Frankenstein isn't scary. Well, I, no, as a kid growing the, up, I was scared to death of Frankenstein. But
2: the shift is... the. The monsters are the same. They just wear different clothes. It's like we still haven't sat down to see the fourth kind, probably because we're all terrified yeah, yeah. of actually seeing yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. because aliens are still yeah, freaking yeah, scary. They are still yeah. scary. Notice I
1: didn't mention aliens <laughs> yeah. in that discussion, but this this universal monsters thing, we've mm-hmm. moved beyond that. Sure. So we have to find this yeah. new thing, and it is that guy in the business suit that picks up the girl at the bar and then hacks her to death in his apartment. What are you going to say, Rob?
3: I, I was going to say on um, rodrigo's language your wife's probably doing a good mm-hmm. job of just making sure that the boys aren't you know, yeah, terrified of warped, everything because their, their a horrible dad father. is father <laughs> uh no like because my niece and nephew my nephew at yeah, least yeah. my niece is fearless she's the monster uh but my <laughs> nephew at least is terrified of like he is yeah, yeah. scared of frankenstein right, he is right. scared of like the classic terrors yeah, yeah uh his dad did uh twisty the clown for planet Bye. comic-con <laughs> He, his dad was not allowed to go in within two rooms of him while he was within costume That's because funny. of how much he freaked out the first time he saw it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Now, here's
3: the other thing. We are
2: experiencing current horror movies in real time. Yes. It's mm-hmm. easy to go back and say, why aren't they making the Halloweens like yeah, yeah. one anymore and the Nightmare on Elm Street and the Alien and all this other stuff. It's like, well, back then, they weren't either. All of those movies, even if they came out close, they mm. had a bunch of duds oh, in yeah, between. Like, yeah. You're like Bikini Beach Massacres. Mm, yes. your you know, all of the stuff that's yes. coming out in between. You know, between the 80s and today, there are so many terrible horror movies. And all we remember are The Blair, Witch, the product, ones, yeah. the, the Blair Witch Project,
1: The Ring, mm-hmm, things like
0: mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember there was that film that came out this year called It Follows. That has been doing well. Really there's the, well. the,
1: the, the Badooka Duke or whatever that movie is.
0: Oh, uh, the Babadook. Duke. Babadook, Duke, that's yeah. what it is. Oh, have you guys seen that?
1: I have not. I remember not. people talking I about it. it because I, it terrifies I, I, me. I, I because it. It's something about uh, <laughs> stealing kids, and I'm not big on that.
0: Yeah, that was something that I thought about through the entirety of Polar Geist. Like, this is just one long child endangerment film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This mm-hmm. is all of this. But, you know. Yeah,
1: you no, can, I have not. And again, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of horror films. While yeah. my kids seem not so scared of stuff, you know the things that go bump in the night do give my wife and I a little bit of the creeps. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's why I haven't seen Babadook, Uh or mm-hmm. anything like that. So,
0: so Rodrigo, as we uh, get close to wrapping this up, do you think someone should go out and watch Poltergeist this weekend or next week? I think there's a handful of
2: people who should go watch Poltergeist. I think if you didn't get if you haven't gotten enough Sam Rockwell this year, mm-hmm. you should definitely go see it because he's pretty prominent and he's, you know, doing his Sam Rockwell, like, <laughs> kind of, like, a little bit of, like, little bit of funny, a little bit of a jerk thing. Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: he's going to make fun of you and then, like, toss your hair. Yeah, that. yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what he does the whole movie. It's just like he starts to become a jerk and then he just kind of like backs down and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm actually yeah. a suburban dad." Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Adorable. Don't worry, I'm going to buy Ad- you an iPhone. Adorable. Everybody wants to like hug Sam Rockwell in this movie. Even that scarred-up guy is like, "I might hug you later, Sam Rockwell." <laughs> so, that's that's if you should go. See it. If you want to go see a pretty movie, like this movie is actually very pretty. Mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. a very nice movie to look at. If you're looking for something scary, this is not going to be very scary. If you're looking for something that honors the original, this movie is also... I mean, I think it tries, definitely, but doesn't give us anything new to build up from the original. Mm -hmm. So, I'd say yes. If you're a big Rockwell fan, if you loved Moon, then maybe you want to go see Poltergeist.
0: Uh, Rob, what are your feelings about this film?
3: Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Uh, unless, you're, well, you said unless you're a fan of some of the very specific things in it. like I was bored through most of the movie, so mm-hmm. I, I would tell most people to give it a pass.
0: Okay. And, Stephen, what do you think people should do with this movie?
1: Um, look, if <laughs> I, I know most of you probably don't give two craps about going and watching the original Poltergeist. I still think that that's good. That's fine. If you want to see something that is mildly uh, scary, this one is fine, but I think that there are more... I think there are better horror movies out there that are more recent mm-hmm. um that I think would get, give you a better scare like this uh Duke which everyone seems mm-hmm. to be freaking out about uh seems to be that way. So, yeah, I just I really can't recommend it uh unfortunately. Um but you know, to each his own. You know, if that's if that's what you're wanting to do and and your only other option is is going and seeing a uh, chocolate city or uh the human centipede three um (laughs) then you know uh yeah poltergeist is a is a much better option although you could just go see mad max again yeah
0: that's what i'm saying if you've already seen (laughs) mad max and you and for some reason your theater doesn't have Tomorrowland and you still want to go to the theater uh go see san andreas (laughs) yeah next week just don't go to the theater watch san andreas next week yeah i think there's so much better stuff well i don't think this movie was garbage i think if i was gonna i don't know i think it's gonna score somewhere around 40 percent rotten tomato i have no idea what it has now oh, well, let's but see, i bet yeah. that's where probably somewhere it lands uh i don't so you know a lot of things could have been improved could have been a lot worse but there's so much better things and there's like we live in a world where there's so much good media no. like you shouldn't probably waste your time on watching poltergeist so would you say the
1: uh, tomato Something meter? like
0: 40.
1: It's a. You want to take a guess? Um, Maybe a little higher, 50. I'm going to say 25. 48%. So Rob is the closest. Oh, nice. So, yeah, 48%. And that is the um, critic rating. They yeah. don't have audience ratings in yet. That just came out, right? Yeah. Came yeah. Out. I mean, we're. We <laughs> so saw that, that was a premiere. I mean, yeah, 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 that was a premiere. It's yeah. barely
0: out. Uh,. Uh, and well, hurry up West and Coast. put in your ratings so we yeah. can have exactly that
1: <laughs> for about ten seconds. Yeah. So uh, twelve people say, and this again, uh, only twenty-five reviews have been uh, have come in. Twelve of them say fresh, thirteen say rotten. Hmm. Oh, wow. So there you go.
0: Uh, next week, are we heading to the theater to watch some earthquake
1: destruction? It's either that or um, war times two documentary. Yeah, that's so not coming to our theater. I think it's San Andreas. Next well, week.
0: that should be a whole lot of Rocky fun. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so happy oh, with that. You, you want me <laughs> that to tell was you,
1: terrible. Do you want me to tell you my scary story?
0: No, I yes. don't.
3: I want you to tell Zach your scary story just because of that reaction. Okay.
1: Tiebreaker.
0: Oh, uh, This what's... may
1: have you scared uh, about coming back over here.
0: Oh, if you can do that's... it in under three minutes.
1: Oh, I can do that. Okay, do it. So, unfortunately, a sad part is... My wife's grandmother died uh-huh. recently, like within the last week and a half. Oh, okay. Um, and just in the religion, spirits are very important, right? Uh, literally a day after she died, mm-hmm. the youngest was going through the uh, living room on his way to bed, and he stopped and he says, Mom, I think I see a ghost over there. I want to go back. I think I saw a ghost.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Really? What did it look like? A lady. Now, last night, we were uh, recording Critical Hit, Mm -hmm. and this huge picture frame crashed off the landing, came crashing down the stairs, and smashed into a million pieces. Haven't dusted on that ledge in quite a while, but that's not the reason why the picture would have slept. I thought it was the cat. Mm -hmm. No cat footprints on that ledge. Today... Today, we the cat' uh, his litter box is in the laundry room. I have no reason to close the laundry room door. My wife has no reason to close the laundry room door. Yet, at the end of the day, my wife is like, "Why is the laundry room door closed? And how and where did the cat go to the bathroom today?" Answer on my son's beanbag. But <laughs> who closed the door?
2: Oh, you you think you think your grandmother-in-law is tidying up stuff? She just fa- found that ledge very dusty, and she
1: doesn't have control I don't of know. her poltergeist powers I yet. I don't so she's know. I don't know.
2: Oh no! I used too much
1: ghost juice. <laughs> ghost I juice. don't know, but there are three incidents that, if you wanted to turn it into a horror story, Zach, mm-hmm. I don't. Then there you go. There's your setup. All right, and that's under three minutes.
0: Everyone, you have rights to that story. Go crazy with no, it! No, you don't. That's my stuff. Just gave it to him. <laughs> Copyright major spoilers, <laughs> Zach. You
1: jerk. Uh,
0: that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with earthquakes and San Andreas,
1: and the rock, and, Ooh, the rock. and Rock's wow. biceps.
0: Well, wow, and that's sweet. Have you guys seen that tattoo he has? It is cool. Oh, his <laughs> that like, tribal. tribal thing. It only yeah. looks cool because that dude is like stacked. Yeah, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that guy. This
1: podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.